Jordan. Ian. Who fancied themselves a karate master, wandered into a subway, tried to chop a granny sandwich for them, and now has to be in court on Monday. Simon Cowell? No. Two guys. What? <laughs> Simon Cole. <laughs> Welcome to episode 34 of Two Guys What's Up, the weekly comedy podcast where if burgers didn't taste so good, I wouldn't be so fat. My name is Ian, and I am joined by the guy who likes to hear all of my food-related problems, Jordan. Jordan, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing swell, thank you, Squire. I've had a good. <laughs> nice to know. I have to admit, I may or may not have just enjoyed a homemade pizza for lunch. Oh, uh, no way. Possibly. Uh, I couldn't say. At the moment, I can't eat a f***ing thing. Yeah, you're not doing too well, are you, with the old uh, toothache? No, no, not at all. Funny story, uh, I don't know if you want to hear it. No, not really. It's incredibly, incredibly long, but it's mildly interesting, so if you want to hear it, just let me know. No, we'll skip over that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't want to hear about your qualms. No, uh, just dead quick. Right, so my dentist shut down about three years ago, right? Okay. Since then, I started having a couple issues, but I couldn't get into dentists. As I said last time, I was calling people hundreds of miles around trying to get an emergency appointment. Mm. And um, a dentist opened up in our hometown and they were like, because you were a, a patient at this place, you get first priority at this place. I was like, fantastic. Called them up. Can I have an appointment? Sorry, we won't actually be seeing patients for another year. Wow, okay. So then something started happening happened with my teeth and it was getting real bad so I called up maybe April time and I was like look I really need some kind of help or an appointment or something and they were like oh yeah we can fit you in in October and I was like I thought you weren't seeing people until December they were like oh yeah things have changed I was like well thanks for telling me for a start off that's absolutely ridiculous so I was gonna have that appointment but then I had another issue which was the current issue I'm having which was just getting absolutely insanely painful so I called them I was like look I need some help they were like okay we've got a cancellation we'll get you in at 3.30 and I was like nice one four hours away they were like next Monday. So I was like, oh, fine, whatever. I suppose better than October and December. Very true, yeah, but I thought I could handle it, but I couldn't, right? So I had to call 111, and they were like, yeah, we'll get you an appointment in four days in a town that's about 60 miles away from you. So I was like, yeah, whatever, I'll take what I can get at this point. Wow. And my wife was like, just call your dentist and just say, the pain's getting worse, see if there's anything they can do for you. So I was like, okay, fair enough. So I called them up. I was like, look, it's getting worse. Is there anything I can do? They were like, uh, nope, sorry. And then they were like, oh, actually, hang on. Yeah, we've just had a cancellation. Can you get here for 11? I was like, yeah, Yes, I can. Right, that was in like half an hour from the time of the call. Oh, wow, okay. I got there, went in for the appointment, realised I either need a root canal or my tooth removing. Oh, God. Because there is currently an infection in it, apparently, and it's just been obliterated by uh, my poor decisions as a youngster in getting my tongue pierced. Oh, really? Is that why? Yeah, I mean, I was eating once, and the food took the tongue bar over with it, and uh, I bit down, and it just demolished the back half of my molar. Oh, God. So I had that filled, and um, that's what's causing the issues, essentially. But I opted to have it removed, which isn't going to be done until October. So they gave me some medication to help dull the, the pain and take the infection away. So hopefully I won't be in pain. I'll just have to have it removed when it comes to it. Right. But then when I came out of that appointment, bear in mind this was yesterday. So it was Wednesday. My appointment that was originally set was supposed to be on Monday. Right, okay. So I went up to the desk and I was like, I'd like to get another appointment, please, because uh, I need a follow-up. And they were like, okay, yeah, fair enough. So when was the one you were supposed to be originally having? I was like, that was Monday. And they were like, oh, well, yeah, you wouldn't have been able to have that anyway because the dentist you were supposed to be seeing now doesn't work here anymore. Brilliant. So in the time that I got the appointment, all within a week, that dentist then left. So then it's very lucky that I got the appointment on that day 
Because had I not got that appointment, I wouldn't have had the Monday appointment. Yeah, you'd have ripped your own teeth out. I'm, I'm, I'm this close, mate. Honestly, I'm getting there. But they didn't tell me that that appointment had been cancelled. I found out just by happenstance that they were telling me <laughs> at the appointment that I got, luckily, on the Wednesday. They sound shocking. I'd maybe look at moving. <laughs> That's the thing. There's nowhere to move to. There really isn't, is there? No, I'm, I'm stuck. I even resorted to paying for private dentists, and that is now what I do. Yeah. And to be fair, it's really good. Well, I did start to go down that route, and um, when I had my first tooth problem about maybe three months ago, I went into the private dentist, and he stabbed it with one of his little hooky things, and was like, yeah, that's through to your nerve. You're going to either have to have that removed or you're going to have to have it root canaled. And I was like, well, I don't really want a root canal because it's far too expensive. You know, it's out of my price range. And he was like, well, um, if you can't afford to do that, what you could do is... um, (laughs) Suffer. Yeah. Essentially, essentially, that was the option he was giving me because he was saying you can have it pulled out and get a veneer put in or a, a denture. So I was like, can't do that because I can't afford the root canal. So what makes you think I'm going to be able to afford the next step up? Maybe it would be like, just remove all your teeth and then just have dentures. <laughs> yeah. What you should do, mate, is just go on a go on a magical journey, find a wizard and just magic your teeth better. Yeah, yeah. Because that, that's, you know, more affordable at yeah, least. Yeah, you only need to find that genie. Exactly, yeah. But that is, a, that is the state I am in at the moment. This is the first time in about five days that I have been pain-free and that's because I started taking the medication. So hopefully it continues this way. F***ing high off your tits right now. <laughs> I am supposed to be a little bit spaced out, it said. Brilliant. So if I start to talk about pixies and things that I'm seeing running around my room, then you'll know why. Yeah. Um, what a great start to a comedy podcast. Yeah, brilliant, yeah. <laughs> well, everyone can laugh at my pain. It's fine. I'll allow it. Yeah, just joining with me. I normally do. You definitely do. I was, I was editing episode 33 yesterday. <laughs> And the, the entirety of the intro is just me going, you know, Jordan, I'm in so much pain. And you're like, ha, 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 laughing at me. I'm sorry. I'm not laughing at you as such. Oh, yeah. You're laughing uh, with, with me. You. I'm not laughing, Jordan. I'm crying. <laughs> oh, sorry. I always get that wrong. <laughs> Just on a separate topic, can I also just say, we have had so many issues recording lately, haven't we? We have indeed. There has been a multitude. With your microphone. Yes, with me. It's just, um, I don't know, I don't know what it is. I'm just bad luck. It's like the teeth, the microphone, my my marriage. um, (laughs) Kim. (laughs) Kim, yeah. No, everything's just going wrong at the moment. This is supposed to be my week off as well, and everything is just gone tits up never mind normally that's a nice thing normally yeah normally it is but not 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 for me even even a good thing is bad for me <laughs> well i mean we explained last week didn't we about the issue with your good microphone yes and then the ironic thing is <laughs> when you were saying to the audience to the listeners yep. i don't sound as good today <laughs> and little did we know that it actually sounded shocking absolutely horrible yeah it sounded horrendous and we had to use AI to remove a constant grumble like it was awful. Yeah, it sounds like um, uh, for any musicians out there, the best way I can sort of think to describe it is like, you know, when you plug in your, your jack lead into your guitar and you hear that just yeah. before you plug it in? sounded like that but um i've actually got a little bit because it's happened again in this episode only for like 30 seconds or so but maybe we can just drop that in just so they can hear exactly what it sounded like i was just gonna say i think we should do that just drop it one of the unedited versions from last last week because it is horrendous and we only noticed that about 20 minutes in and we thought do we just restart but luckily ai fixed it for us yeah luckily AI to the rescue and uh, me not knowing really the Anything. first thing about recording, <laughs> yeah, much things really. 
when I was looking at my sound wave, I just thought, oh, this microphone looks a little bit different. <laughs> and then luckily just kind of thought, oh, well, I'll just stop and see if that's all right. And yeah, in the background, it was just... Yeah, it, it was really bad. So yeah, this is what it sounded like, everybody. Uh, sound a little rubbish. Well spotted. Thanks for pointing that out. So I'm back to using my old microphone, so I do apologise if I sound a little bit rubbish. <laughs> yeah, not great at all. Funny thing is as well that I found absolutely hilarious is that when you put it through your AI thing to remove that sound, <laughs> it gave you both clips. So it's like, which one do you want to use? <laughs> <laughs> do you want the voice or do you want the noise? Because <laughs> as far as it could tell, they were both as shit as each other. <laughs> Yeah, I still I downloaded your voice, but it just gave me the noise. Yeah. So, yeah, I kind of wanted that. You must have meant this one, pal. Exactly. Brilliant. <laughs> I mean, hopefully no one will have noticed it. Fingers crossed. But, however, if you do, and you do realise that something's not quite right sometimes... You'll know why. We're doing our best. Yeah, we're really, really trying. I mean, it's all I can do to just not give up. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be a few people out there thinking, well, I think you should. Yeah, it's probably better for the bestie in there. <laughs> it's divine intervention, if I've ever heard of it. <laughs> anyway. What have you got coming up for us today, Jordan? There you go with your little auto-tune snap again. That's <laughs> <laughs> my party trick. It is, isn't it? It's weird. <laughs> so today, I'm debating whether this was the right choice, given just how you're feeling and how off your tits you probably really are. <laughs> but I thought I wanted to try something a bit more interactive with you and the audience, so I've compiled together basically a little interactive 10-question quiz okay. that I'm going to call Riddle Me This. Right. But it comes with the comedic twist that for every wrong answer that you provide, I will offer my favourite insults. You get electrocuted. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I was hooking your toes and your feet up. <laughs> Didn't you do this to me before in the Baba Vanga episode? Yeah, the, the I mean, it's like the Brutal Quiz Part 2, but I'm calling it Riddle Me This, because it's kind of riddles rather than questions as such. Perfect. Right, I love that. That sounds awesome. I mean, we talk, you know, outside of the podcast, obviously. Not really. You know, as much as I can tell you, you know, uh, I'm in pain today, Jordan. Please, when we're recording, make my part as minimal as possible. <laughs> and you've just decided to make it as interactive as possible. Oh, I misheard you. Sorry. I'm always doing oh, I that. You. I thought you loved pain, Ian. <laughs> I thought you were a sadist, but never mind. Hi, you bastard. <laughs> anyway, what have you got coming up for us today? Today, Jordan, me old pal, you're going to have to hold on to your old tinfoil hat because it's conspiracy time again. Oh, I love conspiracies. Today, I am going to be telling you just a delightful little list of some of the reasons that people believe that Denver International Airport is actually a place where the secret elites of the world gather at Christmas to play Trivial Pursuit. Oh, perfect. Among other things. Also Cards Against Humanity? Yeah, you know, whatever, whatever tickles their pickle for the day. Monopoly? Yeah, anything, you know. Scrabble? What about chess? I am the furthest thing from uh, an elite, so I actually couldn't tell you exactly what they get up to. Backgammon. <laughs> Tennis. <laughs> Ping pong. Right, I think you're getting a little bit hung up on the old games list there, John. It sounds amazing. Where do I sign up? I think you have to be a billionaire or a lizard. Uh, well, I'm both. <laughs> oh, are you a billionaire, are you? Do you want to buy me a new mic, pal? Uh, can't compute. Sorry, the, the new world order's calling. <laughs> Got to get back to my games night. <laughs> I heard we're doing Cluedo. <laughs> okay, yeah, so let's just jump into this one. Some people believe this airport 
I heard noise. Actually, I probably should just say one of my uh, possible side effects of the medication I'm on is um, auditory and visual hallucinations. Oh, amazing. Yeah, I'm not even here right now. Yeah, I might just literally be gabbling to myself in a corner, to be honest. So. You are, this is all in your head. One second, my wife's just walked in. Has she really? Yeah, I, d- I d- couldn't tell you, to be honest. <laughs> One minute. Come here, wife. Let me touch you. Go away. Yeah, that's her. <laughs> so hopefully this is actually going to amount to something and I'm not literally just sat in a corner gabbling to myself because that would be very annoying because I put a lot of work and effort into this. But uh, yeah, so I'm just going to uh, tell you some stuff. Nice. Please do. Some people believe that this airport is not just an airport, but is also, in actual fact, the secret headquarters, or at least a major hub, for some kind of New World Order. Mm. So, a quick side note, Jordan, do you know what New World Order is supposed to be? Yeah, I'm part of it. Yeah, as we discussed at the beginning, you are top member of yeah. the Games Night, organiser. Proper elite me. You bring the snacks? Yeah. Well, yeah, I sometimes bring the games. Oh, okay, right. I didn't know, you, uh, didn't know you'd been promoted. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. It was only recent. Ah, well, you know, thanks for telling me well it's meant to be on the down low but it's fine because no one listens to this So, just in case you don't know, for all you sat at home wondering, the New World Order are a global elite. The bankers and the billionaires you hear so much about that are believed to be controlling world events and governments from behind the scenes. And just to confirm, he said bankers with a B. Yes, bankers. I mean, I guess you probably could argue that they are a bunch of wankers as well. Yes. I assume that's what you meant, Jordan? Uh, yes, correct. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Get me out. It's not one of the riddles. Curses! <laughs> Damn. So this theory is actually supported by a ton of definitive and irrefutable evidence. One of which is the airport's dedication marker, which can be found just stuck out in the open, just almost mockingly at the south entrance of the airport. Okay. Dated March 19th, 1994, and also adorned with the mark of the Freemasons, it also mentions the New World Airport Commission, which is in fact a non-existent organization, but sounds eerily similar to something else, doesn't it, Jordan? Sounds a little bit like a New World Order to me. It does, doesn't it? It's like they're just like sticking that on the end just to kind of like confuse you or make you think, oh, well, it can't be the New World Order because it's got airport commission at the end. But what the fucking even is an airport commission? It doesn't exist. Hmm. And the fact that it's got the Freemason symbol on it, you know, the people that are supposed to run the world, it's like it's just been hidden in plain sight. Yeah, they do say that's the best thing to do. Do you want to hide something? Why don't they just do it then? Like, just like have the meetings in the middle of town. <laughs> yeah, why didn't they just put New World Order on the side? Yeah, just (laughs) we control you all. Enjoy your flight. (laughs) Maybe it should be New World Order Commission. Well, that's the whole thing that they changed the end of it just to make you think that it's not that. It's like, oh, it's close, but it's not that. So it can't be that. NWOC. What? New World Order Commission. NWOC. You've been watching Star Wars again? No, that's Ewokian. Oh, Ewokian. Yes, I get it. <laughs> Sounds like the language they speak, doesn't it? Does, yeah. I uh, get that a lot. I mean, you are very Chewbacca. Yeah, I'm slightly uh, hairy and massive and walk around going... <laughs> you do, especially while you're in pain with your tooth. Tooth pain. I stub my toe. Uh, orgasm noise. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Oh God, I'm not even going to act that out. <laughs> you don't need to, I can imagine. <laughs> You're one of the many lucky people who don't need to imagine, though, are you, Jordan? Oh. <laughs> anyway, next! 
It is believed that Denver Airport houses a vast network of underground bunkers and tunnels serving various secretive purposes such as to act as shelter for the global elite in the event of a major catastrophe or being used for clandestine government activities or even to house extraterrestrials and their vehicles. Okay, like a little tricycle. Like a little, little garage, you know? Like an ET needs an MOT? You come down to Denver Airport, you get it done for free. That's the slogan. Oh, nice. I like it. I just thought that off the top of my head. You clever bugger. I'm so funny. (laughs) (laughs) So, this theory is often said to be backed up by the airport's extensive and expensive construction process. The construction of the airport was finished 16 months behind schedule and overran on the budget by nearly $2 billion. Wow, that's a lot. Mental, and people point out that this is particularly strange as Denver isn't a big place, not nearly big enough for the need to house such a massive airport, suggesting that there must be more to the airport's infrastructure than meets the eye, and essentially meaning that big alien people want a big place out of the way so they could conduct their secretive stuff, and it's all backed up irrefutably by witnesses that claim to have seen mysterious trucks and equipment going in and out of the underground part of the airport further adding fuel to the conspiracy fire. Uh, I mean, truth fire. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, there is something to be said about being over budget by $2 billion. That's a little stupid. Yeah, that is definitely not like, oh, you know, we forgot to build this wall. Can we have another uh, 10 grand? $2 billion is an insane amount of money. Yeah, I'd like to be a penny behind that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, a little little penny under, not too bad. Yeah, I'd take it. I mean, I'll even go two pennies behind. I'd half it. Take a cool bill. Like a single dollar bill. Oh, shit, yeah, I've said it now, (laughs) I? Can't take it back. Whereas I will take a billion Great British pounds. It's in the mail. Perfect. The next point, Nazis! What? People point out that the airport's runways are said to be kind of laid out in the shape of a swastika, hinting at a potential Nazi connection or hidden symbolism relating to taking over the world, that kind of stuff. Ah, is there also a Gestapo brothel? Yeah, yeah, that's uh, just located just outside on the highway, uh, just next to the the Premier Inn. (laughs) Nice, okay, yeah, perfect. So you've got all all your needs in one place. Nice. Fly in, stay the night, go to your brothel, have a shootout, and then you go underground and decapitate an alien. Lovely, yeah. Sounds like my kind of night. <laughs> Usually after I visit the brothel, I'm I'm pooped. <laughs> I'm just straight to bed after that. <laughs> you know, from the open window you hear <laughs> Just the only thing is I only saw you nip in for literally two minutes. Yeah, that's all I need. <laughs> this walnut whip only needs a little tickle. <laughs> Oh, God. It's all jellyfied. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> That's where they get it for the Grey FC chicken. Oh. It just comes out a little uh, conveyor belt at the back of the, <laughs> at the, back oh. of the Gestapo brothel straight into the KFC. <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah, horrible. So the airport features several large murals that depict disturbing and apocalyptic scenes, leading to speculation about their meaning and purpose. Like, why are they even there? But I think some of these murals are, like, nearly 30 foot long. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, so uh, conspiracy theorists... Uh, sorry, truth theorists... Sorry. <laughs> Truth tellers. Yeah, that's the ones. Interpret these murals as evidence of a hidden agenda or forewarning of a future catastrophic event. Some of the imagery includes war, death, destruction, 
People who resemble Nazis with the black clothes and the red armband and gas masks on holding swords, as well as unsettling depictions of children in distress. That's kind of weird. It's very strange artwork to have in an airport. Yeah, like you, you just land, you've just got to this airport, yeah. and that's what you see. Like a big 30-foot f***ing death mural people hurting children i think the mural is on one side it starts with like doves and beautiful imagery and that kind of stuff right and then as it as it slowly moves over it gets worse and worse like wars and and that nazi dude with the big sword and children running away and tanks explosions that kind of stuff and um somebody has said that you're supposed to interpret it backwards right where's that come from knows yeah i think I don't even know who said it. This is this is um, me rummaging around my knowledge-filled brain, yeah, trying to look in drawers and find what I'm talking about. But <laughs> I've heard someone say that like, you're, you're supposed to interpret it backwards. Like you look from the right-hand side and you read it backwards. Right. Well, that's fucking strange. Yeah, going from war to peacetime. Why not put a description like saying this is not saying you're in peace at the moment and we're going to take over the world and enslave you all? Uh, read it backwards. Hmm. Or just create it forwards. Or just don't put it in a fucking airport. It's yeah, pointless. That, <laughs> that works too. Just have some delightful pictures of like planes and, you know, runways and, and stars and stuff like that. Something nice and actually relevant to the situation. Couldn't they just plant some lovely rose beds uh, or flower yeah, beds? I think at this point you could have had fucking pictures of dinosaurs. You know, anything else other than that. Uh, they should have put in a family portrait of the New World Order. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's Daddy New World Order and Mummy New World Order. <laughs> and little baby death and destruction. <laughs> demon child. So, moving forward, there have been reports of unusual events and phenomena around the airport. Some visitors have reported experiencing strange weather patterns, magnetic anomalies, compasses seem to malfunction the closer you get to the airport. These occurrences have often been linked, or speculated, to be because of hidden technologies, experiments, or the presence of extraterrestrial technology. Oh dear. That puts me off going to that airport if the compasses malfunction when you get near. I mean, that's not great for a... a For planes. Yeah. Yeah, the, the things that uh, rely on compasses to land at the place you go into, which is fucking up your compass. Exactly, yeah. Something seems slightly off about that to me. Yeah, a bit weird. This one's a bit stranger, though. As I mentioned before, Denver International Airport is big. It covers an expansive area of approximately 33,500 acres. That makes it one of the largest airports in the world by land area. Wow. The airport's immense land area allows for extensive runways, taxiways, terminals, cargo facilities, and even future expansion. But why is this size needed at all? I get it. I know why. Go on then. Because they need that extra bit of space to actually land the plane safely when the compass is f*** up. (laughs) Not a bad theory, to be honest. Yeah. (laughs) It will just give us a bit of leeway here. Yeah. Air traffic control is like, yeah, just uh, carry on. Steady north. You're away. The airport's like, I can't see a f***ing thing, mate. It's cloudy. Uh, It's tipping it down. (laughs) My compass is spinning. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Well, alpha dogs, sausage, cabbage, just to make sure you're level and just land anywhere. You can't really miss. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Thank you very much. Mystery solved. There you go. Mystery solved. Yeah, perfect. Well done. Didn't even think of that. Thank you. So Denver International Airport is known for its distinctive artwork, as I mentioned, but also some statues. And one of the most famous pieces is a delightful structure named Mustang, a 32-foot or nearly 10-meter tall blue horse sculpture with glowing red eyes. Ooh which is, you know, a staple of any f***ing airport ever, isn't it? 
Yeah, I always look for the 32-foot demon horse. <laughs> it's like, oh, this can't be an airport. Where are you taking me? Where's the horse? So this statue was created by artist Luis Jimenez. I think I got that one not all right, to be honest. Yeah. He was tragically killed when a piece of the sculpture fell onto him during construction. Oh dear. Despite this accident, Mustang was completed and installed at the airport's entrance. And it became his burial ground. It wouldn't surprise me, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, it's not in my nose, but it wouldn't surprise me at all. <laughs> Oh, poor guy. Yeah. We'll just uh, build it on top of him. Can you imagine, like, the New World Order, like, turning up at his house, like, where's this fucking Mustang? Like, we've been waiting for it for weeks, and you just go in, he's under the head of it, and you're like, ah, shit. And then, like, <laughs> the first thing they go is like, right, we, we, we need this completed, so, you know, we can't open our airport without it. How will people even know it's an airport if it's not there? It's true. Another eye-catching, not creepy or telling piece of artwork is a 28-foot or nearly nine meter tall concrete statue of a gargoyle sitting inside a suitcase located in the main terminal. This statue adds to the airport's unique and somewhat mysterious ambience, apparently, because to me, that just seems fucking weird, out of place, absolutely not needed, what the hell? That's weird. That is almost like implying bringing contraband in your suitcase or something. If you're coming from Transylvania, make sure you sneak in a creature. Yeah, how weird. The fact that it's so big as well. I do kind of want to visit Denver Airport now. Oh, well, I'm glad I've changed your mind so quickly. <laughs> People must visit that because it's so weird. I think, to be honest, when I was reading it yesterday, the airport staff have kind of leaned into it. In what sense? So, like, the managers now put out newsletters, you know, like, called the New World Order newsletter. Oh, really? Yeah, they have, like, Halloween parties and they have a museum in the airport, like a little area. And during October, which they call something like Spook Month or something like that, or Conspiracy Month, they have uh, unique pieces of art and alien skulls brought in, and they have like a UFO section wow. and that kind of stuff. So they've really leaned into the conspiracy about it. So when you were joking earlier about having things in plain sight... Yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah, some people, you know, obviously, like like you say there, you mentioned, they seem to, you know, people go, oh, they're, they're just making fun of themselves and, you know, having a little bit of fun about it. It's like... Or are they just like, just being like, yeah, you're right. Here's the evidence. <laughs> you're not really going to believe it for what it is. Yeah. So many questions. That is strange. But it gets weirder. It's not over yet. Okay. In the Great Hall of the Jepson Terminal, there is a large floor mosaic of the Colorado State flag. Seems innocuous. But at the center of the flag, which is unfinished, there is an undecipherable marker known as the capstone. Some conspiracy theorists, uh, sorry, truth people, have suggested that the capstone symbols that adorn it have hidden messages related to the airport's alleged connection with secret societies. Right, okay. Apparently, the capstone was originally intended to depict the airport's final completion date. However, due to budget constraints and design changes during construction, the date marker was never finished, leaving it as a curious detail within the mosaic. Oh, so it's just empty? Yeah. Oh. And I emphasise the budget constraints because they can get an extra $2 billion to build a f***ing 28-foot gargoyle, <laughs> but to finish an actual important part of it is just like, no, sorry, mate, you can't have that. It's like, well, it's literally just going to... I mean, give me give me the keys to the car. I'll go down to the quarry. I'll get the stones myself. Like, sorry, mate, no, I can't do that. I've got a theory on that now. Now, Go on. If there's really things underneath floor level, mm -hmm. maybe that isn't finished and thus it's not really structurally complete. Possibly. I mean, there is actually underneath that mosaic a time capsule that was buried. All right. Okay. They just put some like innocuous, like some weird stuff in there, but I don't really see how it's uh, relevant to the conspiracy theory. But under that part that is unfinished is this time capsule. Now they could have just gone and said, 
oh, we've left this bit unfinished so it's easier to get to the time capsule in 2094 when it's due to be unveiled and dug up. But yeah. they just they just came up with all this other bullshit. Yeah, that's odd. So just a couple more points for you, John. All right. The airport's location is on the eastern edge of the Rocky Mountains which exposes it to a wide range of weather conditions, including sudden changes in weather patterns, heavy snowfall, lightning storms, gusty winds. All these weather factors can lead to flight cancellations, delays for safety reasons. So what's weird about that? Well, why build a f***ing airport there? (laughs) Yeah, and also the compasses are f***ed. Exactly. (laughs) Why build an airport so massive in this stupid place? I mean, it took over an old airport. They used to have one there and then it got demolished and rebuilt. But why not just go... Tell you what, because it's um, shit for weather, we'll just move it somewhere else. This screams all sorts of wrong. Yeah, it's just all sorts of fucking weird, isn't it? <laughs> I still want to visit, though. Well, since you can even get there. <laughs> That's true, yeah. <laughs> so the final point that I want to make, just off the top of my head, me, me speculating and thinking to myself, but it's the fact that almost every single search I did on the Denver International Airport came up with websites like The Conspiracies and Why They're Wrong, or Top Denver International Airport Conspiracies Debunked. Or something to that effect. Right, okay. If I look up something like the moon landing hoax, I get a website that is specifically about that thing. Not debunking it. Yeah, so it'll just be like, here's a list of the facts of why we think it's fake. The end. That's the website. That's what I looked for. Yeah. But the fact that every single search that I looked for was finished by sentences like, the story behind the conspiracies, or each conspiracy explained, it just makes me think that someone out there in the big, wide, Mm. new world has put a lot of money into making sure that people know and see that this conspiracy is a conspiracy whenever they look into it. Got you. Yeah. Like, oh, look at this, how laughable they could say this. Exactly. It's like every single website is just being like, yeah, look at these fucking conspiracies. Here's why they're wrong. Don't believe that bullshit. But it's like, yeah, um, you're only making me question it a little bit more, to be honest. I've heard about the Denver International Airport, Mm. but I've never really looked into it properly. And this is weird. Yeah. (laughs) I might have to now. Yeah, yeah. It's super interesting. I mean, there's there's more. I mean, when you peel back the fleshy layers of the onion, as you like to say. Well, I never said fleshy. I'm pretty sure you said fleshy. (laughs) But yeah, there's there's a lot more sort of deeper things. I mean, these are the surface ones, you know, that people can see with their own eyes. And if you're a little bit more clued into it, then... You can spot them, but there's more to look into, so feel free to have a gander yourself. I have to say, I'm such a fan of conspiracies. Oh, really? I'll do some more for you then. I love them. Yeah, there's something about it that just love it. I'll start doing some more. I'll, I'll put the aliens down for a while, even though at the moment I am looking at a ginormous pile of books that I have got on alien topics. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. As long as you're happy, Jordan. Well, it's hard to please me. But I know, just the red buttons depress. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Tickling your nipples while going, JFK wasn't assassinated. <laughs> it was an inside job. Oh, keep yeah. going. <laughs> Don't stop. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln was actually a sea urchin. <laughs> Could you imagine getting close? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is horrendous. But yeah, that is Denver Airport in a nutshell. Yeah, didn't know any of that, really. But that was very fascinating. Thank you for that. You're very welcome. Very happy to have expanded your truth knowledge. I love a good expansion. <laughs> Oh, Lord. (laughs) Beautiful. Beautiful, yeah. So, are you ready for Riddle Me This? Yes, Jordan, I am ready. So, Riddle Me This slash Brutal Quiz Part 2. Are you ready? Not yet. Nice. (laughs) 
So I've compiled here uh, a short quiz containing 10 cleverly worded logic questions slash puzzles slash riddles. And I thought that yourself, Ian, and our audience could get involved and uh, try and work these answers out together. Fantastic. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Brilliant. All right. So there's only 10 of them. So we'll see what you think to these. Nice. So the first one, Mm -hmm. what can travel all over the world while still staying in a corner? Hmm. What can travel all over the world while staying in a corner. That's correct. Thank you. Moving on. <laughs> that was the correct question, rather. Oh, my God. My, my apologies. Uh, light. Light. Light, yeah. That can travel all over the world whilst also staying in a corner, because light is everywhere. Wrong. Bastard. The answer is a stamp. Oh! A stamp can travel all over the world while staying in the corner. You clever bastard. Oh, yeah. This is why the gene pool needs a lifeguard. <laughs> Number two. What has a tail and a head, but doesn't have a body? A coin. Well done. Oh, yeah. You got one. I'm impressed. Nice one. I hope everyone else is uh, playing along at home. Do you have an insult for every wrong answer? Or Yeah, I do. Okay, so what would that one have been? That one would have been, it's great to see that you don't let your education get in the way of your ignorance. <laughs> Number three. Okay. You are in a dark space with a wood stove, a gas lamp, and a candle. What should you light first if you only have one match? That'll be the match. Well done. <laughs> I'm very impressed. I didn't think you'd be getting these. I bet you're thinking I'm sat here Googling the answers to them, aren't you? <laughs> Honestly, I swear and I'm not looking. My hands are here. I'm clapping. Oh, oh yeah, because that proves you're not on Google. That's actually my booty cheeks as well. <laughs> My insult would have been, if you were a spice, you'd be flour. (laughs) Bland. Number four. If Sandra's mother has four kids, Tom, James, Carolina, what is the name of the fourth kid? That'll be Sandra. Well done. You're really good, actually. I don't know if this is like the the medication is just like shut up my stupid part of my brain and it's just like letting the the clever come out. Maybe, (laughs) But like, I don't actually recall ever getting this amount of questions correct in the past. I don't either. I feel like I've made this really easy now. Maybe you should come up with some compliments rather than insults. Nah, I can't do that. Yeah, f*** that shit. The insult would have been, your life is more about regret management than goal achievement, isn't it? (laughs) So for all of you at home that got that wrong, that was for you. Uh, Number five. When combined, which two words can hold the most amount of letters? No idea. Oh, are you forfeiting? I am, yeah. I don't really understand the question, to be honest. So the answer is, when combined, which two words hold the most amount of letters? That is the post office. Oh, right. I get it. Yeah. So much like envelopes, you should use glue instead of chapstick. For what? (laughs) For your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) So you're telling me to shut up, are you? (laughs) In, in no such words. <laughs> but essentially. Got it, yeah. No, yeah, cool. Number six. When a rooster lays an egg on the roof of a barn, which direction will the egg roll? Roosters don't lay eggs, Jordan. Well done. <laughs> but you're absolutely right. A rooster cannot lay an egg. I, I've heard that one before. Ah, uh, okay. So it's not really your intelligence. God, no. It's just my fantastic memory. Ah, perfect. I would have described otherwise your intelligence as a vibrant shade of beige. <laughs> Number seven. What word becomes shorter when you add two letters to it? 
short. The word is indeed short. Oh, yeah. And that becomes shorter when you add two letters to it. I am so clever. Yeah, you Um, are. Today you really are. And I haven't even been keeping track of how many you've got right, but it's most of them. So at the end, you're just going to guess to it. I don't know, two, idiot. (laughs) (laughs) See, originally I didn't hold much faith and I didn't think, why am I going to (laughs) bother? Oh, well, thanks, man. Thanks for that boost of confidence right there. (laughs) I just thought, based on all other previous 30 episodes. But yeah, you could be right. This medication has opened your mind, man. Nice. Anyone that didn't get that, by the way, you have the charisma of a wet sock. (laughs) Number eight. Some months have 30 days. Others have 31 days. How many months have 28 days? I know you're expecting me to say February, Jordan, but I know that all months have 28 days. Oh, you're really good today. You are on form. Oh, yeah. Come on, baby. I'm so clever. Anyone that did just say February and went through the little thing in their head, you are not the most stupid person on earth, but you'd better hope that that person doesn't die. (laughs) (laughs) I can hear people just unsubscribing. (laughs) They might really like getting the shit taken out of them. I am not standing for some fucking ball bag calling me names. At least this is part of the free episodes. They've not had to pay for this. Very true. So, it's fine. Number nine. What can you find in the middle of Chicago? Um, ICAG. <laughs> the answer is the letter C. Oh, right. I was looking for like a word in the middle. <laughs> ICAG. The- <laughs> you were sort of right kind of yeah yeah ish i got the general feel of the riddle there but given that answer i think you'd struggle to pour water out of a boot with the instructions on the heel (laughs) (laughs) and finally number 10 what is coming but will never arrive the zanetti train well in non-paranormal worlds shall we say um christmas are you implying christmas will never arrive well it's never going to physically get here is it it's just we're just going to pass through it in time you could say that about anything though couldn't you i guess well there you go everything (laughs) that's not the answer though i'm not taking that the answer is of course tomorrow tomorrow is coming but it will never arrive so i was right i guess stupidity is not a crime so you're free to go well i've got to be on court monday for chopping that granny sandwich in half oh yeah heard about that now that was brutal well the answer was two guys so you got me there and all (laughs) you came in with a flying heel kick (laughs) i'll chop your cookie (laughs) i've been practicing that for a while though and you did do a good job to be honest you chopped that cookie right down the middle it's something that takes a lot of patience and uh, and repetition yeah and i feel like i nailed it your house is just full of cookies cookies and pizza your wife is sick of it because you chopped her in half and all didn't you (laughs) (laughs) they call us the carbohydrate house here is that what they call you the carbohouse drink (laughs) no not that that was terrible Okay, right, the medication has worn off now. Has it, yeah. I'm back to originally and <laughs> Yeah. So you got right there. Six out of ten. That's not as good as I thought it was going to be. So better than half. I mean, it's still probably more impressive as a ratio than previous. Fair enough. I'll take that then. <laughs> What's my prize today? Just knowing that you did a decent job. I think if it's okay with you, I will take my prize as not being as insulted by you as I normally would be. Nice. Yeah, that works too. Build up my own self-esteem a little bit. I'll knock it down again next Next week. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> I know you will. <laughs>
<laughs> but yeah, well done to anyone at home. If you got 10 out of 10, let us know what you got. That would be interesting to know. And uh, please don't feel too insulted. Jordan is a teddy bear and he actually loves you. It's all said in the name of comedy. Absolutely. You wankers. <laughs> he doesn't mean that. He doesn't I mean don't that. mean that. I love everybody. Apart from me. <laughs> they were all actually aimed at me. I wouldn't say that because you are a very delicate flower. Very true. I'm getting a bit more hardened though, you know. Oh, yeah. More the hate mail I receive every day due to the podcast. I'm, I'm thickening up a bit. <laughs> yeah, your mum and dad still haven't let up, have they? No, they're, they're really relentless. <laughs> it's not even just mail, it's text as well. Yeah. Voicemails. Banging on my door in the middle of the night. Ian, today's episode was shit. Dad, it's Thursday. <laughs> Just presuming it. Yeah. Yeah, the old job, you bastard. Brilliant. Very nice. So, does that about bring us about to the end of today's episode? I think it does. Fan, bloomin'-tastic, me old sandwich boy. <laughs> me old cookie chopper. So eloquently said. That's what they call me. The eloquent, eloquent, eloquent... I can't speak. <laughs> they definitely don't call you that, do they? <laughs> Let me try and muddle through this outro. Nice. So, thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Two Guys What's Up. Don't forget to follow the show wherever you listen to us so you don't miss another episode. And maybe even tell a friend. Take your friend to Denver Airport, find the New World Order people, and confuse them by asking them riddles. And then, when they get it wrong, karate chop them to the back of the head. Perfect. Good booby prize, actually. Strong contender for coming second. As well as an insult. First one gets uh, an insult thrown at them. Second one gets a flying kick straight round the schnoz. Quite literally an insult to injury. Yes. If you would like to get in touch with us, our Linktree link is in the bio of this episode where you can click on it and be jetted off to all of our socials where you can send us a message and you can even find our Patreon. What is on our Patreon, Ian? Well, Jordan, I'm glad you asked. Our Patreon is where you can find all sorts of Two Guys What's Up bonus stuff, including our beautiful pin badges, which comes with a shout-out, our gorgeous Two Guys What's Up branded t-shirts to keep you looking smart this summer, and if you really can't get enough of our fantastic tales and downright sexy voices, well then you can get more of it, because we are now doing bonus episodes, which we release the last Friday of every single month. Oh, that sounds amazing. Doesn't it just? And there is one currently just sitting there, waiting for your ears to just gobble up the audio fruits. And that is all available right now starting with the bonus episode for just three pounds a month so if you want to help support the show and get some cool stuff while you do it head over to patreon.com forward slash two guys what's up to check out all the goodies over there the link will be down below for your clicking pleasure oh it came back <laughs> but if you can't do that and you still like to help us out then a five star rating and review in the apple podcast app would go a super long way to help us out and we would be forever grateful we absolutely would but on that note thanks for listening guys you have an amazing week and we will see you next Monday. So the airport features several large murals. Murals? 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 I think it's murals. Weird. <laughs>